I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. Item number SCP-3199. Object Class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures. All live instances of SCP-3199 are to be contained on Site-114 within a modified Keter humanoid containment chamber, hereby referred to as primary containment, the walls of which should be coated in approximately 2 centimeters thick acid-resistant steel. CCTV equipment is installed in the northeastern and southwestern corners. Two meters of empty space are to be allocated between primary and secondary containment. Secondary containment consists of suspending all live instances of SCP-3199 within a block of solid transparent substance, currently clear acrylic resin. This block is to be at a height of at least 3 meters, with one armed security guard stationed immediately outside initial containment at all times. An 8-digit passcode can be obtained from the current Site 114 director in order to bypass primary containment. Secondary containment is to be regularly examined for damages. Movement and activity of any kind is to be noted, and the current Site 114 director is to be informed at the earliest possible convenience. A temporary recall procedure is detailed in Addendum 3199-03. Experiments involving the use of live SCP-3199 instances are strictly prohibited without approval from at least two personnel of Level 4 security clearance or above. As of 12-6-2017, there are four live instances of SCP-3199 successfully contained. As of 2-18-2019, there are six live instances of SCP-3199 successfully contained. Description SCP-3199 denotes a species of sapient Category 5 biological entities of currently indeterminable origin, though tissue samples indicate the presence of silky chicken, chimpanzee, stoat, mussel, adder, and human DNA. They are typically hairless, stained with a thin layer of an albumin-like excretion, and stand at an average of 2.9 meters. Its weight averages 780 kilograms for a mature instance and 360 kilograms for a hatchling. Autopsy has determined that the cervical vertebrae of a mature SCP-3199 instance is composed of cartilage rather than bone. This enables the neck and throat to twist and dislocate to around 340 degrees in either direction, aiding their unusual reproductive cycle. SCP-3199 are opportunistic hunters, engaging with live subjects within a currently unidentified radius. Within a radius of 0.6 kilometers surrounding hatchlings that have not yet reached full adolescence. Average speed is recorded at 25 kilometers per hour. 
Upon contact with human or animal subjects, SCP-3199 will proceed to liquefying internal organs and bone structure. A suitable cadaver is then transferred within range of the closest hatchling. SCP-3199 produces large eggs of an off-white coloration and rubbery appearance. An egg will pass through the entity's digestive tract, esophagus, and eventually out via the mouth, followed by a viscous red substance, first thought to be a form of placenta. Chemical breakdown has determined it to be a highly corrosive material. SCP-3199 shows extreme distress throughout the process, with personnel describing the sound as not dissimilar to a scream. SCP-3199 produces its eggs to fill unoccupied space. There is no known limit to the number of eggs SCP-3199 is capable of producing, and the standing theory is as follows. Given enough time, a single instance could single-handedly perform an LK-class species transmutation scenario. The termination of a live instance can be achieved through a variety of equally effective methods. SCP-3199 has proven to be around as resilient as a standard human subject. However, complete eradication has proven impossible difficult, as all instances of SCP-3199, regardless of age, carry one egg within a specialized stomach-like organ upon birth, assuring that one living instance will persist through even ordinary means of constant and lethal assault. This biological phenomena is presumed to be, in itself, anomalous in origin. A single SCP-3199 egg can bear a tremendous amount of resilience, maintaining its form and purpose even following continual subjection to extreme blunt force trauma, pressure exceeding 180,000 psi, high precision blades, serrated and non-serrated, long-term acid exposure. The application of plastic explosives was considered, but quickly rejected by higher administration. Heat is a primary component in the growth and development of SCP-3199's eggs, see Addendum 3199-04, and Foundation researcher Puig Bythel was particularly apprehensive toward the idea, believing it would almost certainly result in a second containment breach. SCP-3199 was issued Keter classification on 10-6-2017, following a containment breach. SCP-3199's prior containment method, a sedated water bath, was disassembled and replaced with a revised containment procedure as previously listed. Addendum 3199-A-01 On 2017, O5 dispatched the following notice. All further experiments involving SCP-3199's eggs are strictly prohibited. 
Hatching periods have proven too unreliable to warrant extensive research, and as the consequences of a containment breach become more and more apparent, the O5 Council have unanimously decided to nip the situation at the bud. Until new and reliable information comes to light, all personnel found acting against protocol will be subject to standard zero-tolerance risk assessment training and a punishment determined on a case-by-case basis. We thank you for your continued cooperation. SCP-3199 was discovered in Ireland following witness reports of a bald creature crying like a banshee from within an undisclosed area of woodland. These reports resulted in the dispatchment of Mobile Task Force Omega-19, who arrived on site with a total of 12 armed personnel. Two personnel were lost in action, their internal organs and jaws having been almost entirely dissolved. During transportation, SCP-3199 produced two offspring, resulting in the deaths of a further six personnel. Addendum 3199-A-02 On 2017, a thorough sweep of SCP-3199's initial recovery location was enacted in an attempt to uncover the creature's origin and purpose. Local reports suggested that the small remote residence in question had been abandoned for at least two decades. Surface Team Delta-029E recovered several items of interest, including... One bag of assorted thread and needles in various colors and sizes. Approximately 13 chicken carcasses based on the collective halves and quarters, with precise incisions located on the underbelly, neck, and thigh. Six of the carcasses had been plucked with visible human teeth marks lining the bare areas at random intervals. Several containers, including water bottles and Tupperware boxes, holding an unidentified watery paste. The paste was a deep brown in color, and in the presence of oxygen, it turned viscous and hard. An A5 notebook, brand, and heavily scratched with what was determined to be human fingernails. The words, New Breed Manifesto, are written on the front cover. Two chicken feather quills. The notebook itself consisted of 24 pages of standard lined paper written in non-anomalous black ink. 19 of these pages consisted of various cuboid patterns and crude, childlike illustrations vaguely resembling SCP-3199. On the remaining five pages, large lines of writing detail the diary of an unnamed individual. Much of the written script was illegible. One extract, in particular, dated 6, 1973, was written with notably higher clarity. If you're reading this, then lucky you. 400,000th hour from now, and it'll be warm and wet and warm, and the wonderful versatility of inferior human DNA will birth a better area, rarer, a stronger ear, one where uh, food and water will be nothing but things of the past, and we'll make it, make it, make it, make it, make it more until I really haven't much time. That's why. I envy you so much. All you'll have, all the time you need, time will be a, time will be on and on, and death will be life. Life needs things to live. New life will be a part of life from now on. 
The final page consisted of various ink blots, 13 instances of the word life in inconsistent sizes, two instances of the words want it, want I want it, and the lyrics to English songwriter Frederick Weatherly's Danny Boy in Old Gaelic script. The identity of the journal's author is pending investigation. Addendum 3199-03, Protocol 34-22B. The following procedure is to occur in the event of a Site 114 containment breach in an effort to safely and immediately recontain live SCP-3199 instances. On-site personnel with Level 1 security clearance or above assume standard lockdown procedure and evacuate to Site 113 to await further instruction. Site 114 is to be flooded in its entirety by a clean, distilled water treated with dissolvable Class A sedatives. Surface Team Tango 306A will be dispatched immediately to retrieve any lingering instances of SCP-3199's eggs. Any living instances of SCP-3199 will be terminated on site, and the remaining eggs will be collected. All egg samples are to be transported to temporary off-site containment within a stable water bath. Site 114 will be subsequently drained and custodial staff will be dispatched to thoroughly clean and sanitize the grounds to a green zone foundation standard. Personnel attempting to breach Site 114 before this inspection is complete will be apprehended and punished accordingly. Note, a number of personnel have expressed their skepticism regarding the scale of SCP-3199's containment breach protocol. To clarify, we have reason to believe that fluid is an excellent counter to SCP-3199's anomalous reproductive properties. It appears to enter an inert state in the presence of liquid, regardless of the thickness or clarity. The leading theory is as follows. SCP-3199 discerns the liquid around it to be occupied space. Regardless, I believe I speak for all Site 114 when I say we're quite relieved to have found a safe and consistent method of containment. Dr. Lewis, 12-5-2017 Interview 3199-I-01 Date 10-28-2017 Subject Corporal Duncan Interviewer Dr. Ewing Forward Subject had undergone extensive psychiatric therapy prior to interview, and while the Foundation does not consider them responsible for the deaths of Private McLeod and Private Langley, Subject expressed feelings of guilt for having neglected standard Foundation health and safety protocol. Begin log. Take a seat, right? Please, if you would. Could you explain your mission briefing? Simple job. No auditory or visual triggers the site knew about. Seemed to me they did a pretty good job scraping the area clean. <laughs> Never is that easy though, is it? We landed around 2100. The boys... We were told that if we couldn't catch the thing to take pictures. They hooked us up with some real good invis. <clears throat> I know you have pictures, Ella. I know you got some. You're under no obligation to view the recording. I know. Just shook me. Okay, please, go on. 
We found something in the first hour, almost like a shack, made out of scrap metal and wood. Looked more like an oversized chicken coop than anything, but I don't know that the monster built it. I just think it made it a home. Can I assume you... Entered ASAP? Of course. It was late shift. We wanted it over as quick as possible. I'd like to say that's why I did what I did, but I can't bring myself to make excuses. I really fucked it. Pardon my French. It's perfectly appropriate, all things considered. However, I'm going to have to ask you to continue explaining the procedure. Well, I had two of my men stationed in the back. Private McLeod and Private Langley insisted they take first charge. Fresh out of training, kids. I should be used to it by now, but... I never saw a smile get cut down so quick. It knew we were there. It jumped right at McLeod and... Data expunged. The fucking teeth out of his head. I see it when I fucking blink. That shit stays with you. The Foundation will take every measure in providing financial compensation to the families of your lost men. Could you elaborate on the other casualty? Duncan, you have to continue. The more we know, the more we can do to stop it from happening again. We barely had time to react before it started moving down the corridor to the left. The adrenaline started to hit because I fired off enough rounds to blow a chunk out of its chest and just as its head was going around the corner I saw... I saw straight fucking moonlight on the other side. Bullseye. The thing let out the most awful scream. I have a beautiful little baby boy at home, Doc. You know that? Discussion of domestic life isn't necessary for this procedure, Corporal. I have a beautiful baby boy who just loves Waylon when he's too cranky to sleep. And you know what? Every time he does, I think about that scream. I see it in my head. I think what it did. And I give him a look like I'm going to bash his fucking head against the wall. They were good men. Please, Ella, kill it. If for no one else, for me. End log. I extend my strongest condolences to the families of those lost during SCP-3199's initial recovery. Furthermore, I would like to formally request that Corporal Duncan is administered one Class B amnestic at the earliest possible convenience. No excuses. Dr. Ewing, Site 114 Director. Addendum. 3199-04 Experiment Logs Experiment 3199-E01 Heat Exposure Subject 1 Egg Sample from SCP-3199 Method Subject relocated to a secure containment cell. Inside temperature of the cell was gradually increased at an average rate of 7 degrees Celsius per minute. Result, after approximately nine minutes, the egg ruptured violently and produced a single hatchling, 
on-site personnel reacted swiftly to recontain the newborn instance. However, the excessive internal temperature appears to have impacted the physical maturity of the hatchling, and it reached adolescence at an accelerated rate of 40 seconds. The now adolescent hatchling produced two further instances of SCP-3199. Security response on-site was swift, and all three instances were detained cleanly. All subsequent heat experiments involving SCP-3199's eggs have been postponed until further notice. Experiment 3199-E-02 Cold Exposure One egg sample from SCP-3199 Method Subject submerged entirely in liquid nitrogen. Security remain on standby throughout the procedure in light of prior experiments. After approximately 45 minutes of exposure, SCP-3199 had reached negative 190 degrees Celsius. Following two hours of exposure, the egg was removed and placed under a hydraulic press. Results Hydraulic press peaked at pressures of around 9,000 psi. Cracks appeared approximately 30 minutes into exposure before the sample shattered. Egg fragments were collected and furthermore pressed into a fine pulp. Zero traces of albumin or yolk were located. Complete incineration of the shell's remains proved successful in destroying the egg and its reproductive capabilities entirely. Experiment 3199E03 Chemical Analysis of Shell Sample 10 grams of finely pressed eggshell pulp taken from an SCP-3199 egg. Results Detailed chemical breakdown shows traces of nacre, enamel, and a currently unidentified carbon compound. Microscope analysis suggests that the shell itself is composed of a tightly packed crystalline structure. Practical application of this material is pending administrative approval. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Kelsey Narrates and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. I'm not going to get rich doing this, but it does take money to keep a podcast running. All patrons get early access to every episode I publish. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their links in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. 
or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.